Hello Cinemates, Alex here with a quick pluggy plug at the top of the episode for this week that this episode is being released. I am doing a bunch of shows for the Sydney Comedy, no, Sydney Fringe Comedy Festival. So I'm doing a bunch of new material shows, which I do every year with my good friend Steph Broadbridge, Luke Heggie, Daniel Towns and me. So if you'd like to come and see us all do new material, it's such a fun show. These guys are fucking excellent. We'll be at the Factory Theatre from the 28th of September to the 2nd of October at 8.15pm. Head to the links in our bios for tickets and all that kind of stuff or just head to sydneyfringecomedy.com.au. I think that's the URL. Look, there's Google as well. Look, I love you. I'm not prepared. It's been a week. Let's talk about Team America. Bye! We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, 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 like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Beck Howard, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Alex J. Me? Yes. Stop it. Uh, this is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. And this week we are joined by one of those dudes himself, Tom Wickham. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be on, I believe, the first and only podcast hosted by women. Is that yeah. Right? yeah, and the only podcast about movies as well, would you believe? Yeah. yeah. I think there's a podcast called The Dude Guide to Dude Cinema, which is every movie That's podcast. That's just podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, podcast, yeah. Well, they'll be hearing from our fucking lawyers, I tell you that much. <laughs> How are you, Tom? I'm very well. And you? How are um, you guys? Well, well, thank you. From this, this balmy Thursday. It is a Thursday. It's hot. It's yeah, it is warm. hot today. We're a jumper. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Nothing underneath. I was going to say it. Nothing underneath. <laughs> I'm so glad I needed, you addressed didn't it. Didn't think I needed options, <laughs> did I? So, Tom, you've got something very exciting coming up. Please tell the listeners I all do. about it. First week of October, my comedy special. No, last week of September, my comedy <gasps> special. Ignorant coming out on YouTube, the platform for all comedy specials, not good enough to be anywhere else. But so, yes. <laughs> one stand, one day. That's the dream. Yes. Or Paramount Plus. Oh, Paramount Plus. There's a lot on Paramount Plus coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's coming hot property. Well, you said will be out. Now the time would, has passed. It is out. It is out. It's I, out right now. I listened to your podcast with Sam Bowden where you kept doing that because he was going to the Melbourne Comedy Festival right. and you kept doing like, uh, when I go, while I'm here yeah. in Melbourne, I was like, remember to do that. That <laughs> fell over at the first hurdle. Real shame. It's okay. We can edit it out. Edit it out. We didn't edit out Sam's because we wanted to make him look like a fool. Yeah, yeah. that's good. He needs to be taken down a peg. And you know what? I'm going to do the same to you, sir. Oh yeah. Uh, just because you're a dude, it's it's about time. You know yeah, what I mean? This is a ladies' podcast. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> All right, but shall we talk about the movie that has brought us here today? Let's do it. Yes, Team America, World Police. Police. Now. Tell us, so, your history with this movie and why you chose it. Okay, so I was trying to think of movies to choose, 
And I first suggested to Beck that we do uh, Promising Young Woman. Yes. And then Beck said, maybe not the best to riff on this modern take on rape culture. Yes. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 possibly yeah. not. <laughs> also, Dude Cinema, I love how I tried to claim that for Dude Cinema. <laughs> I saw mind, what you were doing. <laughs> in my mind, Bo Burnham is the, is the star of that film. Right. Apparently. <laughs> uh, but no, so I was thinking, like, I wanted to do... I wanted to do something that I thought would be like kind of nostalgic mm-hmm. in a little mm-hmm. way. And I think this is very nostalgic for me. And I was worried that it was just going to descend into quoting the movie back and forth the whole time. <laughs> it still may do that. Yeah, okay, very, very good. These movies usually do, uh, but it's fine. My history with it is I remember, I was trying to remember like when I would have seen it the first time, I was trying to remember would I have seen it in the cinema? Mm-hmm. But it came out in 2004. Right. So it was, it was MA or R, do you know? I know in America it was R. Yeah, okay. I don't know what it was here. Probably just MA. So I don't think I, I would have been allowed. we're pretty fucking cool over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cigarettes in MA movies. Pretty yeah, cool. yeah, baby. So I wouldn't have been allowed to see it. And I remembered it was one of my like first memories of like pirated movies like that I found <laughs> a link off online. Like I was always quite good at like nice. finding illegal downloads for that sort of stuff. So did you originally watch it mirrored? And then on a rewatch, you're like, everything's back I thought it was like a movie of a movie in a cinema because it was just a camcorder <laughs> stood on someone's uh, cinema seat. Uh, but, and I remember before I found a copy of it, my friends just quoting it all the time and just kind of like, you know, when you haven't seen the movie, but you just start quoting it anyway. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, I just want to be a part of this. Oh my God. That <laughs> you is... have to lie. And yeah. You're like, exactly. yeah, I know what's going on. My so entire funny. teenage years was pretending <laughs> to quote movies that I've never seen. That's why we have this podcast. Now you do it professionally. Yes. (laughs) So no, I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued to think, because I kind of watched it thinking this is going to be the funniest thing in the entire world. And I'm like, I'm I'm interested to see what you guys On the rewatch, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so when you did see it, did you immediately love it back in the day? I would have loved it no matter what, because I was like a South Park guy. Sure. So I think I I did love it, but whether that was a genuine love or not, I'm Mm. not sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then my other memory of watching it is, I think maybe like four or five years later, watching it on Foxtel with my dad on the couch and the one scene which I imagine will be 45 minutes of this podcast him just pissing himself laughing the entire time (laughs) was he? yeah that's good cool dad (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of he's got for such a mature man such an immature sense of humour like You know that scene in Family Guy where they just like throw up on each other for like 45 seconds? Yeah. That's that's comedy to my father. That's, yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. That's the opposite of my parents. Oh, really? They can't... St- well, actually, I don't know what my dad likes. Uh, we don't hang out enough. <laughs> <laughs> but my mum was just like anything like farts, bomb, anything gross or rude. She's like, oh, ugh, ugh. Disca- oh, it's not funny. Not funny. <laughs> Yours as well, Alex? Uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't let me watch South Park until mm, yeah, a same. bit later than the rest of my peers, and I was bullied for that in <laughs> primary school. But you know what? In retrospect, I don't know if a 10-year-old should be watching South Park. So <laughs> I, agree, I agree with mm. their choices. What's your history with this? Okay, I have a Rebecca. deep history with this movie. Ooh. You have struck gold in the oh. Beck Childwood memory bank. Um, so this, the first time I watched this movie was in year 10 English. Mm-hmm. So I was not allowed to watch, yeah, 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 not allowed to watch South Park, not allowed to watch The Simpsons, any of that. Yes, yeah, same. And my year 10 English teacher, Mr. Perella, 
who I was in love with. He sounds hot. Now. With <laughs> he him. sounds hot. I complained and changed classes for the next three years to keep being his student, obsessed with him. <laughs> he looked like Jesus and he was like just really chill and cool. A chill cool Jesus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, and like, yeah. did all of your peers have the same feelings towards him or was this a Beck thing? It divided the school because he did look like <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> just like very diplomatic. Look, it was a serious issue at St. Mary's Anglican Girls. School. Divided the entire school. <laughs> 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 What's that musical where they like fight each other? Uh, yeah, the, a West Side Story. He West Side Story to school. Sorry. Sorry. Well, when he's an adult, and a lot sure. of children have that boundary in their head of not being attracted to adults. Um, I don't understand that. <laughs> I think that's lame, to be honest. Uh, no, yeah, don't cut that out. Way cooler that. than being attracted to children, if you <laughs> ask me. Yeah, out of the two, let's go with that one. <laughs> I mean, because they are children. Like, yeah. I, I mean, teenagers. Anyway, cut all of that out. <laughs> but he was like, I think he would have been like 20 seven and he's had like a very like masculine face like mm. very dark features like long dark hair mm. like uh kind of like beard as well so hot jesus yeah he looked like he could write poems on the weekend um and that's a type that is a <laughs> that type. is such a type <laughs> if he's an english teacher he definitely did yeah. yeah 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 well he also made viral videos as well what viral videos? he did like little short films and sketches and one of them went viral i'm sure i've talked about this before you can look it up it's called this is perth uh, is it good? It's very Perth centric, by the way. If you haven't been to Perth, you probably I, won't get I the joke. I got jokes. that from the name. <laughs> <laughs> that's him? that's it. No, that's not him. Oh. Uh, is he in it? No, I don't think he's in it. But he does the oh. voiceover on it. I mean, play. You can have a listen to his voice. I'll decide if it. he's a hot voice fan or not. This is Perth, the largest city in the world. Each day, millions of people flock to the city centre to enjoy its heady mix of all... Yeah, I can see how that's hot for a student. Mm, really? It's like safe, unassuming, friendly, yeah. but under 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing now. I hope he's... I don't think he's teaching anymore. Do you know that he's listening? I hope he's listening. Okay, listen well, Beck, I've got a surprise then. for you. Oh, my God, love I would literally start crying. <laughs> I okay. would burst into tears. Oh, right. my God. If you are listening, Mr. Prolo, reach out. Um, not for sex reasons. No. For respect reasons. For which are, friend oh, reasons. Yes. It's not weird now. We can be friends now. So, uh, very cool, very obsessed with him. And he did things a little bit differently he liked to shake things up and he <laughs> gave me a lot of points for being funny like I, I had a male teacher that appreciated my sense of humor at one time yes. and my god was that oh. fucking validating as a child <laughs> it was the only reason I showed up to school every day was to make this man laugh <laughs> yes. so much so that when I uh I had to change teachers at the end of year 12 and the other teacher took me aside and was like, look, I know Mr. Perella clearly favoured you because you don't know how to write a fucking essay to save your life. It is a miracle you haven't been failing English until now. Thanks. <laughs> so I had to go home and write two essays a day for like a month. To like to, to pass my year twelve exams. Not even mad though. Not even mad. Worth it. Worth it. So he came into class one day and he wrote on the board in big capital letters, S. A T I R E uh. and underlined it and said, guys, this semester we're going to be learning about 
satire. Then he pulled a chair around backwards, (laughs) cowboy style. And we were like, "What is that? That's what something." He's like, "It's a, it's a kind of humor." Uh, and he's like, "Beck, you get that?" And then I was like, <laughs> "Okay, she's ready." And they didn't have that phrase back then, so probably said something like "swag." Or <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "We are going to be watching." Team America World Police and we had to go home and get like a permission form signed because it was MA15 plus and all of us were just 15 years old. Mm. And smart. Yeah. And did, my mom, did anyone not get it signed? I had a fight with my mum about it. Oh really? Oh I bet. Oh yeah. yeah. She was like, I don't see how the, you'd learn anything from this. I don't understand why you would need to watch this filth. Mm. Why it's not funny, it's not smart. Like, why don't you read a book? And I was like, because English isn't about books anymore, Mom. <laughs> okay? It's about media. Sorry. And satire? Ever heard of it? Because I just did. <laughs> I remember half the class as well. He, again, divided people. Hated it. Were not on board. Didn't want to watch it. Really? Didn't care for it. Nah, nah, nah. Before seeing it? Yeah. Yeah, because they'd heard about it. I don't think anyone had actually seen it yet. Co-ed school or girl's school? Or girl's school. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's, okay. it's obviously a movie for <laughs> boys. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and so we watched it and I loved it. I think we had to watch it like a couple of times because we're studying it. So mm-hmm. we had to do different scenes and write essays about it and stuff. And I was obsessed with it. I thought it was the funniest thing. It was a huge comedy awakening. Cool. Because I was never, like, allowed to watch anything rude. And yeah. this was, like, something super rude and like, one of the first funny rude things you saw. Yeah. And, I, I mean, apart from the um, opening Every Sperm is Sacred from The Meaning of Life. So and yeah, and those yeah. two moments are pivotal that, yeah. <laughs> in my comedy journey. <laughs> uh, Sick. Wow, yeah. this runs deep. So I, yeah, loved it very much. I don't think I'd actually watched it since. Okay. So I think the last time I saw it, yeah, was when I was 15 years old. So I was very excited to dive back in. Oh, my goodness. Uh, What about you, Alexia? Um, I've seen it. I remember I loved it. Love Trey Parker. Love Matt Stone. Basketball was one of my favorite movies growing up. I heard you because I was listening I, to to prepare for this. I listened to other episodes with dudes because <laughs> I thought that would be <laughs> so and comedy because I was like, does are. it just become like quoting? But it was mm-hmm. uh, you with Jamie talking about Step Brothers, and I heard right. that basketball divided you a little bit because I love basketball. I think it's so okay. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it did divide us a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was like, years ago I don't now. Know. Yeah, so I love them. I know they didn't write basketball, but mm. like their comedy is heavily influential on that movie so grew up fucking loving that movie and eventually was allowed to watch South Park and then love South Park the South Park movies and stuff so I that's my basic history is I'm like you like anything Trey Parker and Matt Stone do is going to be genius and amazing and faultless do you find it hard to remember which is which yes out of them yeah no because I had a massive crush on Trey Parker from basketball growing up he was like a big old man crush to me that's funny (laughs) Is that, do you get that back? No, uh, no, I don't find them either of them attractive. I understand that. The utmost respect. <laughs> understand that. Yeah. I got it wrong forever because I'm yeah. like, if one of them is named Trey, surely it's the white guy with the afro. Surely it's yeah. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's the middle West True. white guy. Yeah. yeah. As if he's not Matt. Yeah. The, <laughs> Trey is the guy who looks like his name is Matt. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah, so weird. Trey yeah. Parker is a hot name, though. It's Trey Parker. It's a great name. Yeah. It's a really hot black guy name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like point guard at the Detroit Pistons yeah. is Trey Parker. 
But no, no it's this guy with bleach blonde hair. Yeah, it's and... the Jewish comedy writer from Colorado, apparently. <laughs> All right, shall we jump in? Let's do it. All right. Gary, I hate to break it to you, but the world is on the brink of disaster. World crime is at an all-time high. And the only thing standing between order and chaos is us. Just what does this have to do with me? Last week in Paris, we caught four terrorists with a weapon of mass destruction. We have to find out who sold it to them. Our only hope is to have somebody act like a terrorist. We need an actor. And they say you're the best. I've got five terrorists going southeast on Bakalakadaka Street. Soon every country will be in complete chaos. Putting the F back in freedom. Team America World Police follows an international police force dedicated to maintaining global stability. Learning that dictator Kim Jong-il is out to destroy the world, the team recruits Broadway star Gary Johnston to go undercover. With the help of Team America, Gary managed to uncover the plan to destroy the world. Will Team America be able to save it in time? It stars Samuel Jackson, Tim Robbins, Sean Penn, uh -huh, Michael Moore, Helen Hunt, Matt, Matt Damon, uh, <laughs> Susan Sarandon, George Clooney, Danny Glover, Ethan Hawke, Alec Baldwin, or does it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Tom, for anyone who hasn't seen Team America, Colin World Police, how would you describe this film? Uh, it's South Park, the action movie with puppets. Yeah. Yes. It's super South Park, right? Like, I feel like everything they do kind of is. Yeah. Mm. Even to the point that they only really have the same voices. Well, yeah. yeah it's just like, it's something like Kim Jong-il is fucking Cartman, like, at this point. I, <laughs> Cartman meets the, the Chinese restaurant guy. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and even, like, uh, so the guy, the, the original Gary, who he replaces, is just Randy Marsh. You know, he has that, like... Really? I, well, like, that voice oh, is kind of like... Really? <laughs> you know what I mean, where He's got that that kind of like I don't know that really accentuated like dad voice or yes. something I don't know they kind yeah, of yeah. do the same things mm. over and over again totally but it works yeah I think yeah there's only a certain number of voices that you can do but then think about the Simpsons right when you find out like that entire that's city true. is voiced by like six people that's yeah. true yeah yeah that's is true is that part of the charm of the Trey Parker and Matt Stone is that every voice does kind of sound like you can tell it's a South Park voice I reckon like it's same in basketball where Carmen comes out basically do you oh, remember that so exciting yeah it is yeah, such a that's <laughs> pretty good. I just want to go watch that movie now. <laughs> um, okay, so where do we start? Oh my. Okay. Well, I would say start with cast, but, but it's all puppets. It's not. So... It's two guys. We've already talked about them. Um. Okay, oh Beck. I need. God, to, I need where? to know. I need to know. Yes. On a rewatch, did this live up to fifteen-year-old Beck's yes. memories? It did. Yes, I yes. loved it. This is a perfect movie. <laughs> I mean, look. Apart from certain slurs that you. Oh. Got, sure. Also for the time, it's one of the few movies that I will use the excuse. But for the time. Yeah. Mm. It was, yeah. I th but, you know, I think they would still make those jokes today. Do you yeah. think so? Yeah, I think so. Do you think, oh, I don't know. Really? Yeah. Uh, Do you mean the, the Film Actors Guild Film Actors jokes? Guild, I think, 
everything except from where because they never actually call it the short <laughs> the lettuce <laughs> <laughs> except once when Alec Baldwin at the end he's like great job yeah he says like, other than that <laughs> I think they could get away with it maybe yeah I'm more the Durka Durka Muhammad Jihad I don't know if they could get away with yeah right. because okay like I don't know how to break this down so what you... did you like it I loved it yeah did you like it Tom I, I maybe I overthought it Okay. There were parts of it that made me laugh so hard, but I think yeah. in between I was maybe overanalyzing it. Yeah, and I feel okay. like I know it so well that none of the punchlines surprised me. Oh, But sure. then again, I was by myself, and some parts I laughed at really, really hard. <laughs> That's a huge like key, right? For is sure. for me, like if I'm actually laughing out loud on my own, mm. this is killing. Mm. I was watching um, it at 8am this morning and I was laughing. So I was, was I. Oh, my God. We should have been on the, we should have FaceTimed. <laughs> a crazy time to watch the film. <laughs> a crazy time. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, so the, the sat, I mean, Beck, you can answer this because you learnt about it. So the satire <laughs> element. From an academia perspective, yeah. what would you say? From an educated perspective. <laughs> I think, well, because like, a lot of the jokes I, I know that they're satire. I yeah. know the perspective that they're coming from. I know exactly what they're satirizing. Yeah. So for me, it was a, a breeze mentally. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. I was scared. I literally <laughs> wrote down, oh God, I'm scared, Durka Durka. Like, <laughs> as soon as they started with the Durka Durka, I was like, oh, fuck, this is gonna, this is not age. This is problematic. Oh, I had the same feeling. Oh, yeah. I was terrified. But then I realized, no, they're not making fun of middle eastern people they're making fun of america's perception of middle mm, eastern people that's a good yeah. point. of the fucking dumb ass fucking middle america bullshit people who are, who do just stereotype middle eastern people into just saying jerker jerker over and over yeah so that's yeah i was the same as you i was like phew i can watch this in peace because <laughs> well, they did it with every language in that's there. true like because uh, i watch all movies with subtitles on of course every time they were speaking either like french or like korean it was like speaking Something gibberish, gibberish. <laughs> Because <laughs> when the when the when they first started going Durka Durka Durka, I was like, oh, the subtitles aren't working. <laughs> 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 the captioners just took a minute off yeah. <laughs> that <part>. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's how I, I yeah I definitely felt much calmer mm. after reali- making that realization. Mm. I, I mean, the Film Actors Guild did make me uncomfortable, but yeah, I reckon if they for say say nowadays. I still think they would make the FAG joke, but maybe just cut out Baldwin actually verbalizing mm, it. Yeah. Potentially. It's like you say, like, of the time, it was just like the way that word was used was just really different, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you're right. You do. It's hard not to look at it through 2022 eyes and go, ooh, are we allowed? <laughs> Is this okay? Is anyone watching? But then at the same time, I mean, I have such, such respect like unwavering respect for them that I'm like, but are they making fun of people who do use that word? The idiots who do use that. Like, is mm. that what this, this, are they satirizing that? They can get away with a lot. Yeah. Under yeah. the banner of satire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at Book of Mormon, right? Like, exactly. So it was what I was going to ask you. Have you guys got, what's your relationship with you saying South Park? I was banned from watching it as well. My mum used to get it for me from the video store. And then she came in one day while I was watching it. And she was like, absolutely fucking not. Oh, wow. no. Yeah. She thought it, well, because it was a cartoon. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 It was and like the first one of its kind, the first dirty cartoon, apart from The Simpsons, but that was still pretty palatable. Mm. Yeah, definitely compared to South Park. Yeah. Mm. 
and especially like early on, it was it was kind of known for being really dirty. I think like I think over time, maybe we just take that for granted as being part of it. But True. it's like at the start, I think that was kind of its whole. I think that's all the parents were talking about yeah. when they called up for coffee on mm, a Sunday yeah. morning. It's just how <laughs> dirty, it's South corrupting Park our is. children. Yeah. yeah, it's also crazy to me how South Park was even made. Like, could you imagine pitching the show South Park mm. today? It wouldn't. There's no way they would put money behind it. Mm. Yeah. Or even a, a movie like this. I was shocked when it came to the front. It said Paramount Pictures. I was like, Paramount said what? yes? Mm. Paramount greenlit, greenlit this? Apparently they were really excited for it. Oh, they really? Didn't need, they barely even needed to pitch it. They were that excited for it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because they, they assumed that puppets would be cheaper than live action. And it turns out so much more expensive, so much more time. Well, there was so much detail in the so puppet. The faces were amazing. Were yeah. They? Like, do those expressions. No idea. That I was, was insane. The, in the, towards the end, the blowjob scene, and you see Spotsworth's face, like, change yeah. as it's happening. How does he do that? It's amazing. Incredible. They trick me at the start. They do a really, because, again, haven't seen it in over 10 years. They have, like, this shitty drawing of France. Mm. And I was like, wait. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, time really does change. And then they pull away and it's this gorgeous, landscape. like huge 3D landscape and so intricate of all of Paris. I was like, oh my God. So apparently that reaction, I was doing some reading, a lot of people had that reaction, including the person who greenlit it from Paramount. <gasps> when they had that first the shot of Paris, he was like, what the fuck have we done? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, they would have loved that. But weren't the sets phenomenal? Like. Yeah. Egypt and like the Valley of the Gods or whatever that the the, yeah. uh, the Paris backdrop like it was all so good. Like mm. yeah, the time and money and effort that would have gone into that. Apparently, it was so stressful. They're like, we will never work with puppets again. Mm. Like they wanted people wanted a sequel, and they were like, absolutely not. Like Trey Parker and Matt Stone, just like never working with puppets again. That was the worst experience of my life. One Whoa. of the scenes they specifically mentioned about that is the one with the cats. Do you remember? Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> but they were like trying to get cats to interact with marionette puppets and like avoid the oh, strings yeah. and stuff. Just a nightmare. Of course. I especially loved that scene because I do have a black cat myself and I call him a panther. And I was like, see? It's so good. It's you. It's you. There is space for you in Hollywood. All of the visual jokes that were kind of like about, I don't know, like perspective as in perspective of size so like cats playing panthers yep. the kind of like small shark eating hans who i've only just realized his name isn't hans bricks it's hans blix oh that's oh, funny my oh that's God. funny <laughs> um, the, I thought the scene where he's going through Washington looking at all the monuments, like, yes. like looking up at the Abraham Lincoln statue and stuff, so funny. So funny. And there was one shot, I mean, I don't know if they did this uh, more, but this, this one that I clocked, when he's riding his motorbike, he's on an actual road, <laughs> yeah. like a real life size road, <laughs> and they've shot it. They haven't tried to force perspective or anything. It's so just good. This tiny puppet on a massive road. <laughs> So many just like zooming out mm. and like almost breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, it was awesome. the vi the vi That's what I was wondering. Was like, is it quoting? Like it, it's kind of quotable in bits and pieces. But mm. to me, the stuff that made me laugh was all the physical visual, visual stuff. Was yeah, so funny. I was reading that there were they had a lot of script rewrites on this um, because originally it was a lot more joke heavy. And then they started shooting, and then they realized it's actually not funny for the 
puppets to be telling jokes and making jokes. It's actually just funnier if they're really serious and the comedy comes from the fact that they're marionettes. That's so funny. Being serious. There was an interesting quote um, from my boyfriend Trey. I thought you were just actually going to quote your boyfriend. Yeah, for a second. I was like, yeah, I wrote it down. Um, Quote Luke Rodley. (laughs) Where is it? Okay, so this is specifically about the puppet love scene, but it says at least nine edits of the love scene were shown to the MPAA before the board accepted that it had been toned down enough for an R rating. So initially it came back with that NC rating or whatever it is, where it's like no one can see this movie and they can't even advertise it because of the sex scene. (laughs) The sex scene is the funniest thing I have seen. Like even knowing it, like in my mind, I could probably remember all the shots. The moves. Still made me (laughs) laugh so much. <laughs> it's so funny. And this I want to talk Fucking about this. So funny. when I was I reckon when it came out, I heard like stories amongst my friends that there was a deleted scene okay. where one of the puppets shits on the other one. <gasps> and I could love never it. love a 2000s pre-internet urban legend. Exactly, <sighs> right? Like I was like, this is kind of, you know, early day because I realized YouTube only came out in 2006. So this Whoa. movie's out in 2004. So it's like, how do what? you find something like that? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Should... So, oh, wow. so I guess you're using like, do you remember like daily motion and stuff? Yes. Like kind of... So I remember looking for it and I just kind of written it off. Like you say, like before you, anything was fact checkable where you could just kind of like throw bullshit statements into the world yeah. and see what happens. And in the lead up to this, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was just, I'll Google it. It exists. <gasps> there, they shit on each other there's a deleted the scene. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a deleted scene oh where they eat us, and they shit on it, and then they piss oh my on God. each other. So 2020 eating us. Yeah. 2020. That would be surely that's an MA rating in 2020 eating us. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Even but in 2004, puppets. absolutely not. That's a, like a teen to... drama, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Euphoria could never. <laughs> but it's just so funny because there's uh, there's no genitals, there's no insertion. It, they're literally puppets but it was still too dirty and they had to turn it down. It was meant to be like a three-minute scene and then they had to turn it down to like 50 seconds or whatever. Oh, my um, God. And Trey- he says Trey Parker then contrasted the MPA's re- reluctance for the sex scene to their acceptance of violence. Mm. He says, meanwhile, we're taking other puppets and, you know, blowing their heads off. They're covered in blood and stuff and the MPA didn't have a word to say about it. Right. It's so true because it's pretty gory. It's, it's very gory. I just yeah. realized that is not the quote I wanted to read out. But anyway, it's an interesting yeah. But It's like, because it, I, I think I've heard that interview and he talks as well. It's like, it's like when kids strip off Barbies and like rub their mounds together. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. that's all that's it is. It. But the fact that you're like, not only just to get it down to R, like yeah. beyond that unshowable is crazy. Crazy. Mm. Because the gore is actually real life. Like mm. they do have explosions, like when the bodies blow up and the heads get chopped off. You do yeah. see blood and stuff, but you don't see sex. Mm. It's just very interesting. <laughs> it's also funny how like, I was trying to work out how they do it, especially with the cats. There's obviously some kind of meat in the puppets. Sure. Because they're like ripping apart. They're really getting in there. They're eating something. That's like, oh, just I couldn't even imagine how much work went into this. Mm. Um, But here's the quote I was meant to read (laughs) just now. Um, Okay, so this is around the comedy. So as soon as filming began, Parker and Stone labored to find the right comic tone. The original script for the film contained many more jokes. After shooting the very first scene, the two realized the jokes were not working and that humor instead came from the marionettes. Quote, puppets doing jokes is not funny, Stone found. But when you see puppets doing melodrama, spitting up blood and talking about how they were raped as children, that's funny. (laughs) 
I mean, I have several ventriloquist <laughs> comedians <laughs> that may need to hear that That's statement. True. <laughs> Mark Dunham, are you listening? <laughs> Straussman, are you still kicking around? Uh, but I love that. And like, yeah, it is funny. Like, I know it's it's an awful thing, but th- this is the beauty of Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And this is what I, I, mean, I understand they're not for everyone, but this is what I respect of them is that they can make a puppet telling a t- devastating story about being raped as a child funny i don't oh my god the line that i loved was when he's uh, before the sex scene when he's talking about why he uh, is afraid of acting or like what what i can't remember he's talking about the his brother getting ripped apart by the gorillas yeah and he ends it by saying they ripped him apart before the zookeepers could get there and gas them all <laughs> <laughs> and it is it just played off as like not a joke whatsoever i didn't even hear yeah. it so I, I didn't hear that that's so funny <laughs> I mean, that's the best part is everything they're saying is so serious mm. and only like one degree more than you would get in like a super... An actual... Yeah, Americanized action movie. Yeah, exactly. And it just constantly punchlines, 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 punchlines. And even like the music kind of plays into that. Like I'm thinking about like when they're done destroying Paris and the music is still like jubilant and yeah. exciting. They're like, don't worry, everybody. Everything is bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's crazy? This movie reminded me of uh, a movie we did a little while on the a while ago on the pod, The Gray Man. Because again, oh, it's yeah. a huge, like, massively funded intelligence force out of the U.S. Mm-hmm. that apparently, it, like, goes all the over the world. Oh, and this is, is this like the Netflix? Is that's it Netflix the new thing? Netflix one. Yeah, is it yeah. any good? <sighs> okay, it's boring. It's just real black mm. A to B. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing to it. Yeah, and but this is that's what the that's what this movie is yeah. is satirizing. Yeah, is, are those big like America's here to save the day type movies? But on yeah, it's I think that's the thing that I I think people really loved about it was it satirized both sides yep. so well. Like mm. it kind of attacked because I've read a lot of people were like worried it was going to influence the next election because obviously ah. this was halfway through or it was. It would have been just before Bush's second term, right? right? So they were worried it was going to influence the Bush. And I'm like, but in which yeah, direction? direction would it? Because he wasn't in it, interestingly. Mm. They didn't, they didn't. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. yeah. That also kind of makes it timeless. Yeah. Mm. It is fucking timeless. It's so evergreen. Like the fact, everything that they talk about is still happening yeah. to this day. Except Janine Garofalo. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, also that, like, at that time it was telling the story of a nation divided in the political like mm. political spectrum. And by point of reference, like, compared to now, it's actually quite a peaceful time for America on the yeah. left and right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, my God. Jeez. I mean, I would, I'd love to see it today. Like, oh, how they would do, do it. Do it again, guys. It'd be guys. so interesting. Yeah. I mean, incorporating the internet to it as well would mm. be... Oh, shit. Yeah. So great. This movie came out in 2004, three years after 9-11. So brave. I was saying that to Luke this morning. Oh. Like, they, and that it came out. So they were producing this mm. probably a year after 9-11. Yeah. Jeez. So fucking brave to make... All those nine eleven jokes. Mm. I mean, I guess this is where the phrase "too soon" came from. Probably, his <laughs> trade partner. But you're right. Like, it doesn't feel like a movie that came out in two thousand four. It oh, yeah. feels really. It yeah. helps as well. I think that Kim Jong Il and Kim Jong Un are kind of the same person. True. Like, you yeah. don't Again, really timeless. have to. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about a dictatorship. They're going to be around for a while. That's true. Here's the other thing: is that a par- well, I think there's only really two examples. But when 
when dictators die in Matt and Matt Parker and Trey's have I got that right? Matt Stone and Trey Parker yeah. <laughs> films, they die in real life. Because Saddam Hussein dies in Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Oh, shit, he does. And then Kim Jong-il dies in uh, Team America. Okay. Where's the Putin movie? It's yeah. Be yeah. They're probably working on it. Have, do, are they still releasing South Park? Yeah. Yep. As like, does it, do they have seasons? Yeah. Mm. As in like, it's not all the all year. No, it's seasons, and the last few... Like, they've really changed it up, which is yeah. interesting. I think I haven't watched it since, like, tw- season 21. It's, We're it's up to 22 or 23 now, I think they're up to, like, 25. Fuck, holy crap. They're serialised now, so every episode goes into the next one. Like, they're building storylines really? as opposed to just standalones. Oh. Yeah, they're very different. Did you just watch that, the post-COVID specials they did? Yeah, I watched a couple of them. Yeah, did you like it? They were okay. Mm, I was a bit... Huh. Yeah. I think it's hard yeah. when you've been doing it for that long like, to make anything different. Oh, that's right. And they were, it was in the future and they were grown up. But oh, I those actually, oh, yeah, I didn't mind those yeah. ones. They did another one. They did like the Streaming Wars. Oh. Is the most recent one, okay. which mm. I kind of started watching and then gave up on. Streaming Wars, interesting. Mm. 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 The most thing, recent thing I've watched is the 25th, I think, anniversary concert that they did. Oh, well, that came out a couple of days ago, didn't it? Yeah, or like a couple of weeks ago. I really? Mean, yeah, I a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I've only seen clips of it on TikTok because out of nowhere, Les Claypool is all over my TikTok feed and I was like, I thought I'd left this man in the past. Is it the Primus guy? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I had a manic episode and I was like, (laughs) we are to be together. We are to be wed. I must go to LA and I must tell him these things. Primus. Um, But then I got medicated. (laughs) (laughs) Medicated out of Les Claypool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was again, because it's Les Claypool. No one knows who the fuck Les Claypool is. He's got a band with John Lennon's son. Have you heard that? Is this... Oh no! It's what good. The fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, no, I can't go back. Tom. I can't go back. Get off the meds. Get off the meds. Get back in. <laughs> but yeah, he came on my feed, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" So he's in yeah. the concert. Yeah, because he does the South Park theme song. No way. Yeah, that's it's a Primer cool. song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Mm, that's why the bass is fucking Don't sick on there. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So yeah, he was doing it live, and then there's uh, yeah, Matt and Trey are like. They play like drums and guitar as well. Fuck, they're cool. They had a yeah. band called DVDA, which stood for Double Vagina, Double Anal. <laughs> it's a sex position, apparently. Because they had songs before Whoa. they were in any of the movies, or I think even before. Because South Park, you don't think of as like a. like The Simpsons had musical numbers, and Family yes. Guy had musical numbers. Mm. I don't know if I think of South Park, obviously the movie. The TV mm. show didn't really do no, it. No, yeah. Except for only... Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh. Oh, Thank yeah, so that's true. Yeah, and like in the special episodes. Mm. But yeah, yeah. But they're excellent songwriters. What? Okay, so let's talk about the music in the movie. Okay. I think that's a big part okay. of it. Oh, I was meant to say this earlier with my history. So I know the soundtrack to this back to front. You have it on an iPod? No, yeah. Well, a friend of mine, Terry, shout out to Terry, he put it on a mix, ta- a mix CD mm. for me. We were still back in CDs at this time. And... um. For some reason, he just put the entire soundtrack, but like into splice with like Eminem and shit. <laughs> and so, so now I like I didn't realize like I don't remember the storyline of this at all. Watching it this morning, but I knew every song off by heart, and it's, s- they're so good. I'm so glad because I think especially the title track or like the 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 theme song is so funny. Like it's, the full version of it. Oh. It's a dream that we all share. <laughs> it's a hope for tomorrow. Oh my god, so fun! And they're so good, like because they did a couple of musicals before. So their first thing South Park. was Cannibal the Musical, Cannibal, which right. is like a student film that they got greenlit. Oh, amazing. Yeah. 
What? Isn't it weird? Like they're so. It squeaks in it. Squeak from basketball. The oh, is that right? He's in it. Yeah, I think he's like a teams with them. Like he's like <gasps> lifelong friends with them. I think. Because I think that's the thing you could argue about this film in terms of just not being like a great comedy, but actually like a really iconic movie. Is it so weird? Mm. It's so mm. nothing has ever existed anything like it. They put so much effort into it, True. and I think likewise. It's interesting how you're talking about the way South Park was made, right? Like the first one they made, just cutting up pieces of cardboard and putting them down, and taking photos and stuff. Like they seem to have this real commitment to doing different things, things yeah. that look yeah. different and sound different. Totally. And then to make a Broadway musical afterwards, it's just Incredible. unreal. Mm. I what? think it's like true artist shit, where yeah. it's like, oh, we can take this talent anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Like, fuck. Have you guys seen Book of Mormon? Yes. Yeah. It's so oh, good. So so, so good. good. So. On that note, how they got the idea to do this movie. So they heard that they heard from somewhere that the day after tomorrow, remember that disaster movie? Yeah. Got greenlit. Have off. we done the day after tomorrow? We haven't actually. Oh, I'd love to. I mean, do we do it Revisit next week? my disaster movies. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. Disaster movies is a good niche. That's a good I one. I love disaster movies. That's one of Alex's favourite genres. Yeah. 90s movies. and 2000s really? disaster yeah. movies. Oh. This Alex. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we refer to Alex Milinkovic as Skip. Skip. I heard that, yeah, okay. I didn't know yeah. if that was to preserve his anonymity or if that No, no, no. Not anymore, to... I just said his full name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's to not. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and he hates it, so don't say it in real life. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I should have said that. You're going to say it now. 100% Skip. Love that. Skip, or Skip a Rooney. Skip a Rooney. If you want yeah. to give it a little Alex. <laughs> <laughs> he stole my name. Yeah, that's I had true. it for like. He did have it first. Ten years before he did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he thinks he because he can spell it with a K. He has some ownership Just over it's different it. then. Oh, now we know what it is. Anyway. <laughs> um, so they, yeah. So they heard that the day after tomorrow was greenlit by a studio of a one-line pitch, and the one-line pitch was something like global warming's coming get ready and then studios were like fucking green light it let's do it what and apparently trey parker and matt stone found that hilarious <laughs> and they were just like obsessed with that fact and then they finally got a copy of the script and then they soon realized that the day after tomorrow was quote the greatest puppet script ever written so originally this movie was intended to be a shot for shot puppet parody of the day <laughs> after tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> where then Parker and Stone were advised by their lawyers that there could be legal repercussions, but the spoof would have been called The Day After The Day After Tomorrow and it would have been released a day after The Day After Tomorrow oh was released. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's true what you said. Like, they just have – their brains just don't work on the same level as the rest of us. Like, just thinking of all these new and exciting ways to do comedy, it's insane. It feels like to me it's – they're – Two dudes on the couch, just like maybe smoking a little bit of weed, riffing about something, be like, bro, what if? And then they write it down and they take it to a studio and, and they, they say, we'll give you a million actually dollars. Do it. Yeah, it's like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon if they had senses of humor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Speaking fuck. of apparently. 10 years after the film came out, Matt Damon in an interview was like, yeah, it was funny. Like, I wasn't offended, but I just don't get why they made me sound like that. <laughs> of He's like, I'm, a, I'm an accomplished screenwriter. I don't know why. I watched this video. It's oh, so really? It's so funny. Is he like, sincere? He is, but like not, it's, I can kind of, do you remember like when you were at school and you have a, you find out you have a nickname you don't fully understand? 
Oh, oh like, get a panic attack. <laughs> Ooh, that fucking hit. Like I had one where oh it's like suddenly God. people were like Im- Im- mimicking my walk. And I was like, do I walk weird? What do you mean? Do I have a weird, apparently I would walk on my toes. I didn't realize. Oh, you're a toe walker. And they would like do this thing. I was a marionette. I was inspired by Team America <laughs> and my walking stuff. And, but it was kind of like that where it was just genuine. He was just like, I just, I just didn't really like. Is this how the world sees me? And I can kind of get that. Yeah. Where you're like, am I, am I an idiot? Is yeah. everyone a fucking idiot? And he's an egocentric Hollywood celebrity. Of course, he'd stew on that. And then did you see the reason that they gave him the no, dumb actually. voice? It's because when the puppet came out of the kiln, it looked stupid. <laughs> That's it. But when it came That's out, they're like, deep as it goes. Yeah, exactly. They look like this. This puppet looks mentally challenged, and they were playing around with what that would sound like. And then one of them was just like Matt Damon, and that just, and that became, just became his whole thing. Way to fucking gaslight Matt Damon. Yeah, wow. Oh my god. That's brilliant. So funny. That's so classic actor of just being like not understanding comedy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Just being like, yeah, look, I th- I think it's funny. I don't know why. But yeah. um and you're like, dude, you get paid so much money. You're okay. Sean Penn op- uh, penned an open letter to them about this. Did you see that? No. So uh because Sean Penn is one of the kind of the film actors guild. And he does that thing about like when I, I went to Iraq several years ago and uh, Happy Children were playing with bubblegum mellows with chocolate <laughs> yeah. smiles, <laughs> gumdrop smiles, <laughs> gumdrop smiles. <laughs> and like they were saying, like, the whole joke is Sean Penn being like, I know I've been to Iraq, it's like a second home to me. And in this open letter, he's like, I'll take you to Iraq if you really <gasps> want to see what it's like. And again, the same Sean. thing. Like, you just don't get it How at all. Embarrassing. So, That's so the sequel. They don't need a sequel. All of this extracurricular, <laughs> just compile media the reactions oh to this movie. Uh, so back to the music. Okay. Mm. Yes, the music. Sorry. Any circle. Are the other tracks like stick out to you? I love "Freedom Isn't Free." Oh, that's great. Freedom yeah. isn't free. Oh, the, is that the? Um, I don't. I didn't know that one actually. Terry left that out of my mixtape. Um, that's the one where he's at the, the statue song? and like going around before the country song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Because also as well, it kind of addresses something about like the military in a way of like he's like it takes folks like you and me, and I'm just like, oh fuck, that's true, man. <laughs> when I uh, I studied in America for a semester. And they do like an open day for the military at the campus. And it's so, like, there was a Hummer, there was a, a camouflage painted Hummer in the middle of the quadrangle. And they had like a pull up contest, and whoever could do the most pull ups won something. And they were like blasting black eyed peas and handing out water bottles, trying to recruit oh people into the military. God. So crazy. Okay, for any of our American listeners, that doesn't happen here. No. That's really yeah. strange. But you see it like, People, wa- I remember being in a subway and some guy walks in in full military fatigues, shows his car, gets a discount, and as they leave, thank you for your service. Everyone thanks them. And yeah, gets up like you're a proper seat. hero. People properly worship the military there. You can see if you're some kid with no real ambition and you're like, there's some guy, I'll have to do the way that uniform and they'll treat me with. And they'll pay for my study. My, they'll pay for my college yeah, tuition. And a, and a foot long for the price of a six inch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I just I loved all of the just making fun of every single element of America and militarization and patriotism. Mm. But like you mentioned earlier, they do make fun of both sides Mm. because they totally make fun of the people who, like we were saying before, like think that the Middle East is like that and the stereotypes. But then they also make fun of fucking stupid left-wing liberals in Hollywood and stuff. So they literally Mm. make fun of both sides. Mm. And I think that's really cool. Oh, what was your favourite track? 
I think I think that the, the America fuck yeah, but especially have you heard the full? If you listen to the full version, because mm-hmm. I was taken aback when you listen to it in the film, they kind of cut it off they before cut the it. verse. Yeah, throughout it. But they do like the liberty fuck yeah, and there's one line which is uh, Walmart fuck yeah, NFL fuck yeah, the internet fuck yeah, slavery fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> bed, bed, bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my favorite. I'm just looking at the track list. Can't believe I forgot. Everyone has AIDS. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Because <laughs> like I I forgot that that was that the Everyone Has AIDS comes from a Rent musical parody. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. It's and they call it Lease. Yes. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone has AIDS. My grandma and my dog go blue. <laughs> the Pope's got it. So do you. Come on, everybody. We've got quilting to do. <laughs> I don't get that. The AIDS quilt is like a thing. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so layered. You learn more yeah, about it as time goes on. You particularly get in the verses of songs all of a sudden. You're mm. like, oh, snap. There's some odd jokes in here. I like only a woman during the uh, during the sex scene. Only a woman oh, yeah. is allowed to touch me there. <laughs> oh, I was so focused on the scene, I couldn't even listen to the song. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> um, speaking of reaction, like celebrities' reactions to their portrayals so michael moore was obviously portrayed very poorly in this film he was portrayed like he's eating and he's fat and he's a slob the <sighs> reason they did that is they actually have a personal gripe with yeah. michael moore oh well, do they because because uh, of columbine yes yeah so all oh, right matt cause... parker and trey stone yeah, i mean we... matt stone and trey parker <laughs> fuck they uh, went to school with the kids from the Columbine shooting. They lived in the area. So, oh, so yeah. then I think it was just Matt Stone was interviewed on Columbine. Mm. But they said he did like a, just a quick to camera interview about the area and stuff. Mm. And then Michael Moore in Bowling for Columbine immediately after Matt Stone's interview, then they do that um, cartoon where it's explaining the something or other of politics and government. Yeah, this and is it's like, in a South Park style Kind cartoon. of, yeah. And then Matt Stone was like, the re- the way he cut it, he's Im- basically implying that we made that cartoon, that animation, and we didn't. It uh. sucks. We don't like it. But because he put it straight after Matt's interview, it, so yeah, so they've got a personal gripe, and that's why they made him look so bad in this movie. <laughs> I thought that they okayed it. No. I thought that they almost were part of production for that part. That's, that's the why they pitched. Yeah, yeah, that's why they pissed because that's wow. what everyone thought apparently. Holy fuck. You see when he blew up, he turns into ham slices. I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's funny. It is. I mean, so this is because I read, so some of the negative reviews were like, it's just, it's just mean comedy to everybody. Like, no one is really, like, there's, everyone gets skewered, right? Like, no yeah. one is presented well. But that is kind of why I love that's it. That's the point. It's so mm. funny. I that's, just think yeah, that's, that's the funniest way to do it's it. 100% why I love it. Mm. It's punching across because there's no up or down because everyone gets punched. Yeah, you can't call it discrimination because yeah. they're not discriminated. Punch has been thrown everywhere. Mm. Well, that's the whole, that's their whole ethos, isn't it? Trey Parker and Matt Stone, like, they've always famously said, like, we'll make fun of everything because as soon as you say you can't make fun of something, then mm. everything's off limits kind of thing, which I think mm. there's nuanced. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Statement for sure. But, yeah. 
I loved the fight scenes. The fight scene. The first fight scene is so funny. That's <laughs> what broke me yeah. immediately. Yeah. And I was like, I'm 100% in this. Yeah. Because I forgot. I forgot they did the poses. And I was like, wait, how are the puppets going to fight? And I was like, <laughs> 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 And then one of them falls over and he goes, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say earlier with just how difficult it was to make this movie. Apparently, so... Just getting a shot of a puppet, like doing something really basic, like drinking a glass of water, can take half a day. That's how insane this movie was, apparently, oh to my make. God. There was there was a quote. Uh, there was another. Interview, I think it was just like the sixty minutes thing, or whatever. And they're talking about there's a scene where they're just like, okay, the puppet just needs to walk into the room and look to his left, and they're like, okay. Oh what? <laughs> and they just can't make. They go, all right, do it again, do it again, do it again. Insane. Yeah, I think it was one of those things like it seemed like a great idea and they set everything up and then they start doing it and they're like, oh my God. I think this that's is exactly brutal. what happened. This is the hardest thing about creative ideas. Like in your head, you're like, this can be great. And then as soon as you have it's to like do it, you're like, solo. oh my God. <laughs> yeah, <this> sucks. <laughs> Can't we just talk about it on a podcast yeah. instead? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have to script shit. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And another physical thing when he's stumbling out of the bar. And he just kind of keeps, he's like drunk and oh, he keeps yeah. kind of knocking into things, but in a marionette way. Yeah. So funny. And all the sound effects are really like heavy. Like he's really crashing into <laughs> things. And then the vomit scene just keeps going <gasps> oh. and keeps going. And the music is so dramatic the whole time. <laughs> Loved that. I laughed really hard at that. Like every time he kept vomiting just made me crack up. I guess they're doing that proper like exciting big like jerry bruckheimer style movie shit so like he's lying in a the massive pool of his own vomit and then it just like pans up and it's like beautiful like as though he you know how they would normally film someone who's just been shot and it's like yeah. they're sprawled out but instead he was just a big pile of vomit that they made it so romanticized well it's funny to think like remember that time parody movies were huge it was kind of like peak scary, scary movie, movie disaster movie, 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 fun movie yeah. high school movie i think it kind of peaked at like scary movie three or something and from yeah, then and it then was just cash grab oh i tried to watch epic movie yeah. in the lockdown yeah. out of desperation Unwatchable. No good. Fucking awful. Really? Truly. I was like, how did anyone get paid to make this? Because have you guys done on this boat, have you done like Airplane or Naked Gun or any of those? We have done Airplane. No. No, we haven't. They're so great. But All I've seen Airplane, yeah. We early parodies. We've done like, we've done a couple of Mel Brooks. Okay. I've never ones. seen any Mel Brooks. We've done, we? yeah, we did um, Spaceballs. Space oh, yes, 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 yes. We've talked about Blazing Saddles. Oh, okay. We haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't think we should. I swear we've done Airplane. Is Blazing Saddles... Have you seen Blazing Saddles? Mm. That's no good? Oh, it's very problematic. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that has... I mean, it's my, like one of my dad's favourite movies. Mm. So yeah. I feel watching it. like with Mel Brooks. So we're just like, ah, he's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> they can do whatever they want. <laughs> In the 50s, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, much. yeah, they were just like, let him do whatever he wants. Mm. <laughs> Oh dear! Other oh. physical thing I loved was mm. when they uh, they're doing the transformation to make him look like a terrorist. Oh my <laughs> god, that was such a good reveal. That reveal is insane. <laughs> oh my god! Because again, I'm like, in terms of scanning it for problematic stuff, I'm like, is this just a puppet in blackface? <laughs> Yeah, but the detailing, like he turns this side and they're perfectly, they've only coloured in his jawline up with the tan. Like even that is just so good to show how little they changed. I don't know if you picked up on this. His turban is actually a towel. It's just a towel. I said that out loud. I was like, he's wearing a towel. And 
that he's just walking through the village still in his leather jacket and jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and his uh, Durka Durka. Yeah, he's still Mohammed got his American. And they're like, oh my God, it's the greatest acting I've ever seen. <laughs> Which is so good. Like, I love, I love how much they just completely, yeah, skewered Hollywood and mm. everyone that's just got, everyone in America that's got a big ego about something. Because it's about an actor who saved the, saves the world yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And they again, they talk about how it's so funny. You hear Sean Penn go onto uh, whatever, Conan O'Brien and talk about global geopolitics. Like, shut the fuck up and yes. ask, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah. That's well, There's a lot of, we've said that a couple of times on this podcast. Yeah. Don't let actors speak. Yeah. Isn't it, stop letting them fine. speak. Isn't it weird that like actors are the celebrities? Mm. Like the mm. most famous I people in the world. I agree with that. It's, it's, I don't really, it just is that way, but I don't really know why. Because we actually don't know their personalities. At all. Like, as opposed to, say, comedians. Well, they're in t- we should be the most famous That's people what I'm saying. in exactly. the world. Thank you. <laughs> but you're right, because their job is to not be themselves. Yeah. And yet we put them on the biggest pedestal. But we idolise them, but we don't even know who they are. At all. We and just nor know what they look we. like and sound like. Yeah, because who they are has nothing to do with what they're good at. Yeah. Exactly. Very funny. Whereas with comedians... We're telling the truth up there. Who, are, who we are is everything. We're modern day philosophers. To, to, our, to our craft, to our art. I want to be skewered by Trey Parker and Matt. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other thing I'd written down here, which I thought was so funny, was uh, when when he's setting them off for the mission in the Middle East and he's like, if you get captured, uh, you may want to kill yourself. So take this. And he gives him a hammer. Hammer! (laughs) A really shitty hammer! (laughs) I love that moment. Just they're surrounded by the biggest weapon, like every size, shape of weapon possible. And then they're like, hammer. (laughs) In those movies, like you would give him like a, a cyanide pill or something. Mm. <laughs> He's like, Thanks. <laughs> so good. Oh my god. <sighs> I like the uh, whenever they go to a different locations, it's always relative to America. Yes. Like Three thousand oh, kilometers yeah. east of America, and then that. when they go to south, they go to Panama. It's like South America, six thousand kilometers south of real America. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It just really like. It's latches onto the egotistical side of America of like mm. truly not understanding or caring about what goes on in mm. any other country, mm-hmm. and just they only know it because of its proximity to America, mm. rather than just like I know where Egypt is. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's like you need to have a measurement. That's right. Was <laughs> like Cairo? That's in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> also, even the title of World Police. Mm. Yeah, it's exactly. like there's no. You don't get to yeah. police barely have like they cover a couple of suburbs. Yeah. At a time police departments yeah. do. You can't police the but world. But Team America is the world police. I love it. Yeah. It and every time they, they just go from place to place, ruin the entire city and then yeah. celebrate. Yes. And have, yes. and then have cocktails at their backs. <laughs> yeah, it took the uh, Marvel movies, what was it, six movies to even contemplate that. Yeah, true. Being like, actually <laughs> we could solve everything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay, well, Tom, we have some questions that we are dying to ask you before we wrap up this film. Number one, did this movie make you horny? So I know this is a question that you guys bring up. Wow. And I will say this. He's prepared. That puppets aren't hot, Mm -hmm. but puppets don't get any hotter than they do in Team America World Police. (laughs) True. 
Yeah. Like they're made to look hot. Like yeah. the chisel, like the chisel jawlines yes. and the abs and the hair. Like they're made to look hot for sure. Yeah, there was a couple of times I felt myself uh charmed by Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa was I was getting I love her hair. She what had she's doing. great hair. <laughs> so does Gary. Gary's got yes. like the cowlick thing going yeah. and everything. Yeah. Even like with her the detail this was crazy. Mm. Even the, her picture on the card that they like she gives oh, yeah. to Gary is so just like she's it's like a hero shot and it's like but it's a fucking pop. you can <laughs> tell that they sat down and they're like what's the most heroic shot how can we place her how does mm. she most look like a wow. su- American superhero mm. what would they do in a real life version of this movie yeah it blew my mind attention to detail fucking hell so yeah when you're watching the sex scene it is very very funny but also like the you're watching the part of it and you're like hmm <laughs> uh, is that possible anatomically yeah. I mean, yeah. they're very adventurous. They are adventurous. <laughs> On the first night as well. They I didn't... know. <laughs> uh, Beck, did this movie make you horny? Uh, Charged by Lisa, but and mm. not, not in particular. But I totally I totally get what you say yeah. about the puppet's faces. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, can I get surgery to look like that? <laughs> <laughs> who was... Yes, who, you can. Yeah, that's, that's the only kind of surgery yeah. you can get to look like. <laughs> Um, okay, and would you recommend this movie on a date? Absolutely not. No, okay. No, I don't think so. I just think like high, high, high risk, high reward. I would say like if you both loved this film, point. it would be yeah. very bonding. But like, I don't know. I initially I was gonna say to my partner we should watch it together, and then when I started, I was like, you're not gonna like this. Yeah, this okay. is gonna be your thing. Yeah, well, that's very, very non-duty of here. Very aware. <laughs> what, what What do you think? Do you think? No, I agree. I. Th- I love the way you put that high risk car reward, but imagine if you got like 10 minutes into this film and they hadn't laughed yet. Oh yeah. Devastating for everyone yeah. involved. Mm. Oh no. Yeah. Not worth it. And cause it is, if you don't get in on the ground floor, you're never going to be won over by the film. I no, don't think. no. Yeah. Mm. What about you Beck? Look, I'm going to throw a curveball in here. Yes. Yeah. I think you should watch it on a date. I think it's so wow. funny. Look, if they can teach it in high schools. Okay. I can't believe can you learned that in high school. That's crazy that you you need yeah. to find the essay that you wrote on Team America World Police. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Also, the crazy thing of sitting in a classroom with 30 other girls mm. watching that sex scene. Oh, yeah. What is that like? Was it awkward? Was I it hilarious? I remember. I wish I did. Or maybe they skipped over it, I think. Maybe they cut it out. Mm. Yeah. Probably. Actually, <laughs> probably the yeah the because it's most... not imperative to the storyline that no. you'd be writing an essay about. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, ratings. How many strings on a puppet? Sure. Nice. How many strings on a puppet do you give this movie back? I give it five. <gasps> wow, I Tom. loved it. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say four. You give it a four. Four. Yeah, I think like it was pretty like so iconic. Uh, but I think it's interesting you were saying that they took jokes out of it because that was probably my one thing. I didn't think the dialogue mm. was as funny as it could have been, but it's funny to think that was like a choice. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I'm going to go five. Wow. <gasps> Beck, that's three weeks in a row we've done five. Fives. What is well, the, not what? three weeks in a row. Oh, because this is in the future. Yeah. Damn it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fives recently, Beck. Yeah. What, else have, what else has gotten fives? Uh, the Lunchbox. The Lunchbox. Surrender Mane Din. It's this beautiful um, Indian film. Okay. And Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Oh, how good's Ex Machina? So fucking good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tom. Thank uh, you for where can me. Pluggy Plugs, where can people find you? Uh, biggest thing, please go on YouTube and search Tom Whitcomb, Ignorant. Watch the special. There's a clip on there if you want to see if it's your thing, but if you'd watch that, I'd love that. 
that. Otherwise, Instagram at Tom Whitcomb Comedy, mm-hmm. and I have a podcast called Show Some Respect. Tom Whitcomb is talking. Uh, but it's nice to be on a podcast that people listen to today. So ah. if more people want to hop over, I appreciate that. And show some respect. Show Would some you recommend respect. your special on a date? No. Okay. <laughs> high risk, high reward yet again. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming in, Thank you for Tom. having me. Bye. A pleasure. Oh, wait, oh, sorry. And finally, I you this are just lately. cutting me off. <sighs> I love you. So sorry. <laughs> and finally, to end this episode, I would like to say... Alexia. Yes, ma'am. Tom. Akumite to you both. Akumite to you and yours. Akumite. America. America. America.